0: in the sky. It's a bird. It's a
1: plane. No, it's just plane radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. it through the body. the table
0: it through the body.
1: Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane? Call Just Plane Radio toll-free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to
2: take the helm, please. I'll be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. And our special guest this week is Captain Jim Folson. Good friend of Just Plane Radio and a regular contributor uh, he flies his uh, what is it an R eight right R twelve R V B seven I was trying to give you just one more that's all <laughs> it's an R B seven okay R B seven kit plane he's flying it around got all kinds of awards and uh, and like I said he's a regular contributor to Just Plane Radio and he's going to join us for today kind of like a holiday hangover uh, from yesterday I don't know did did uh, Christmas treat you well Jim I assume it did oh. right. Well, he's done. Yeah, you're still kicking. That's all that matters. He's a very positive guy. So as long as he's uh, still able he to did walk did around. That. Yeah, you're you're good to go, right?
0: I had a six-foot stocking hanging from my mantle and the smokey was in it. So ah, that's wow. good.
2: Okay. Well, those are stories that we probably want to leave <laughs> off the air. As entertaining as they would be, I have no doubt. Now, Captain Dennis with us as well. Uh, Dennis, now, I I think we got to go right to him, though, because he has the most, I don't know, holiday travel under his belt because all you did was move down from up north uh, to Florida, and we've kind of covered that base, you think?
3: I agree. You know, I couldn't ask for anything more for Christmas than my first uh, Florida Christmas, so I'm I'm good.
2: Okay, but, uh, but, you know, Jim and his better half Smokey, uh, the Jim and Smokey show, I guess we could say uh they've been traveling around for the holidays uh i don't know you a few weeks ago you you kicked it off with the holiday sun and fun thing they did what what was that called again the holiday something fly in uh in lakeland what was it Jim? Uh,
0: it's i don't know what it was called oh okay i, just, uh, I, I don't <laughs> recollect the uh actual uh name but um
2: they had planes was, and aircraft planes had, uh, and cars, cars and, right 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 it, it was the
3: sun and fun holiday festival there you go he looked there it up go. he
2: cheated he googled and it. stole right but uh you were there you participated uh that was like at the beginning of the month and and uh i haven't talked to anybody who actually been to the event was it pretty happening or what
0: I mean, it was it was a decent crowd, and yeah. you know, for for what it was, we it was kind of a last minute thing for us to go down there. Uh, they, I guess, they ran it Friday and Saturday. We were going to fly down on Saturday, but the weather was real low overcast, and for a short a trip that as that is, we just went out down in the car, and um, you know, there was a fair number of people there uh you know obviously not like sun and fun in april but right. uh, it was nice to be down there and yeah. uh, and uh
2: what we, what what kind of made it uh, holiday themed did they have like christmas decorations uh, set did. up or what
0: they did and um they had a big christmas tree and i i don't know she kept telling me that she wanted to see santa claus and we kept cruising back by that Christmas tree, I never saw him, yeah, um it may be because one or both of us is on the naughty
2: list Ruff, for Duh. duh.
0: <laughs>
2: he didn't get a right. he didn't get a lump of coal in his stocking. he got smoky. what is that mean right, tell you? right. <laughs> yeah. so that could be definitely on the naughty uh side of things, but uh well, like I said, we'll leave that story off the air now uh what okay, so they all came together, you guys it was kind of like just a mini fly in get together yeah, with fellow yeah, and pilots they had, they and they
0: had an they had an uh, you know the f-35 was there nice and the f-16 and uh some p-51 stuff and um you know t-6 was doing uh a t-28 did an air show routine too yeah. so yeah it was a uh, it was a good time. You okay. Know, we, I think the air show was probably only two, two and a half hours long, I think. Yeah. And uh, But it was nice to be out there. You know, um, they had another air show up there at Sanford, and that's like the only two air shows we've been able to go to yeah. this year.
2: Okay. Well, you drove in to the uh, event there in Lakeland. Did you see any other uh, planes? Or, you know, was the campgrounds full? Or what, what did you see when you were there, uh, Jim? <laughs>
0: It was my understanding that the uh, aircraft camping sold out. Yeah. Um, the actual campground where we stay, you know, during the during the fun, we never made it out there. We, uh, so I don't know how many people were there, uh, you know, camping out of cars and stuff. Right. But uh, like I said, the airport camping uh, sold out. So it was it was, it was pretty full.
2: Yeah. And you saw a bunch of people, but they were keeping their social distance. As they had to, but still uh, kind of getting a taste. Or yeah, their I'm, pretty fill.
0: Sure, I'm pretty sure most of the people were smiling under their mask.
2: Yeah, well, exactly, as they would, as most aviation enthusiasts would. Now, what about the thing in Sanford you mentioned? What about that? Was that a pretty big event? I don't know which one you're talking about.
0: No, <laughs> they had an air show. Uh, I'm guessing it was after we flew back from New York with the airplane, so it must have been in November. Mm-hmm. Um, they had an air show. I think it ran two days, and uh, the Thunderbirds were there, and um, I I take that back. I think the Blue Angels were there. Yeah. Um, One of those
2: flying uh, groups. It was very loud.
0: It was very loud. (laughs) very loud, Jim Folsom. It's making my ears hurt.
2: (laughs) Okay. That's a pretty good uh, smoky impression. Yeah, Yeah, that's how she sounds. All right. So, uh, yeah, but, but you're having good. You've been flying or having a good time, been flying around quite a bit this month and, yeah. uh, making the most of your, uh, RV seven. And, uh, right. what about, uh, I mean, you also flew down to marathon, which is like, I know the thing that, uh, Dennis, you want to be doing right, in your Mooney now that you're kind of settled in, in Fort Myers, uh, it's time for you to start flying around Florida and that's on your list, right?
3: Yeah, that's definitely on the list. Uh, I want to go down to the Keys, and I think we're going to try to do that over Christmas break. My wife has actually expressed interest in, you know, heading out there and <laughs> maybe uh, going to get get a bite to eat uh, during one of the days of the Christmas break. And so now that it's the that season, maybe we can finally go do some fun trips.
2: There you go. And, and you flew down to Marathon uh, Airport, is that right? A few uh, yeah. few days ago. Or-
0: yeah, she would, she's uh been. Kind of overwhelmed taking care of her mom and stuff like that, so I arranged with her daughters to look after their grandmother. And I got her up at like four thirty in the morning and said, "Pack a little overnight bag. We're going away." So we yeah. uh, we took off. We flew down to West Palm, and then just flew along the coast all the way down there to Marathon, about fifteen hundred feet. And she got to take some pictures of Miami and all that stuff. It was yeah. nice. It was really yeah. nice. And I, I didn't tell her where we were going or that we were staying anywhere or anything. Yeah. And, uh, just got just down stayed.
2: there and, uh, surprised her, huh?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, stayed, uh, stayed one night and then flew back the next day.
2: So what was on your agenda, uh, to pick up some key lime pie, get a black and fish sandwich or, or what, what do you do down well, there in Marathon?
0: Well, it wasn't a big trip, so we just kind of wanted to get away for a day. And we went, uh, I got a little, uh, hotel room on the beach there and we uh let's see we ate a dunkin a dozen dunkin donuts oh uh, okay <laughs> and uh she got to get some catch up on some sleep and then we went out and had a real nice dinner and it was real low-key but it, it was nice
2: yeah well it's a beautiful uh place i mean they got uh water all around i mean it, it's kind of like the local neighborhood of the keys you know what i mean it's where a lot of the locals live is in Marathon. It's a little bit more, I don't know, industrial as opposed to the rest of the keys, which you know, Key West very touristy, Key Largo kind of the same. But in Marathon, which is probably closer to uh, Key West than it is to Key Largo, I think. But but uh,
0: yeah, a uh, thirty nine nautical to uh, uh, Key West.
2: Yeah, uh, but 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 it's where where all the locals really like to live. As opposed to being down into tourist bill of Key West. So you kind of get a, you know, a m- more of a, like a homey kind of feel. They get a Home Depot. You know, what does that tell yeah. you? That's where the Home <laughs> Depot is in the Florida Keys, is down there in Marathon. But it's a great place. And obviously the fishing is uh, spectacular down there. Great place to get a black and fish sandwich. Uh, way better than a $100 hamburger. I'd take the black and fish sandwich uh, a- any day. And then, of course, you can top it off with your key lime pie. And that's what you're thinking. Is that right, Dennis?
3: That's what we got to do. Right? Yeah. I haven't had a Key Lime Pie since we moved to Florida yet. Yeah, so and
2: you might back. even see a few uh, Christmas lights and things like that when you go down there during the holidays. All right, we got more coming up with the uh, Just Plain Radio crew. Uh, you know, Holiday Hangover Edition. Stay close.
1: Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
2: That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than just plain radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message, and we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise nothing. Go to JustplaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter.
1: You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs>
3: So beautiful. It's like Christmas Day. and I got all the presents I asked for. I want
2: to tell you what I didn't get for Christmas. The very thing I wanted the most. No island or peninsula for Christmas. You bet your guess where you're getting close. This is Just plain Radio. Greg, your co pilot. That's me, along Captain Dennis. Our special guest, Jim Folson from the uh, Jim and Smokey Show. They're uh, regular pilot folk that uh, contribute to the show periodically. And we see them at the uh, air shows. Everybody knows Smokey, by the way, at the air shows because you guys like do every single show that's available. So anybody has been to these things, uh, you know, has run into you one or two times uh, because uh, Smokey, Smokey in particular, she's so social. She knows everybody in the aviation industry. It's just amazing uh, that, uh, you know, and, it, and it, I mean, that is a compliment. <laughs>
0: Well, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Everybody forgets me. Everybody remembers her. Well,
2: that's true. I mean, she's smoky. She's one of a kind. And, uh, you know, she keeps, uh, she's kind of offsets the fact that you might run into Jim. You know, it, it kind of <laughs> yeah. works that way sometimes. But, uh, look, we talked about what you've been doing for the last month during the holidays. Looking forward to New Year's Eve. You know, last week, Tom Haynes from AOPA said he has a New Year's Day tradition where he flies his plane. Every year, are you planning to do to do anything like that, Jim? Or what are you doing for New Year's uh, this year?
0: Well, it'll be after New Year's because I've I've got to work over the holidays. Um, so I don't know. We I think we're going to go down the Bahamas again in January if if it works. You know, COVID's screwing everything up, but right. Or if 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 we can find a way to make it workable, I do have a friend that just got back from there. Um, so I'm gonna have breakfast with him tomorrow and, and talk over, um,
2: set up things, a plan, a flight plan. Yeah, to maybe. Say how,
0: some, well, how, how it went, you know? Yeah. And just to see whether or not it's workable for us.
2: Right. Yeah. I've actually talked to some folks that have been going over there and, uh, you know, they, they are, you know, you got to get a test within seven days of flying and all that kind of stuff. But once you get over there, if you, you stay less than, I think it's five days, you're okay. If you try to stay over five days, then they make you take another test while you're on the island and all this mess. And it's yeah, kind of a and, thing. And right.
0: usually we're not like in uh NASA or Freeport. Um, so I'm right. not sure what, what availability of testing is out on the outline
2: Well, islands. exactly. If you're going to a place like Bimini or, or Lutra or one of the other out islands, yeah. They they're not gonna care. They're gonna say, Oh, yeah, welcome
0: we like, to the we Bahamas like to, man. We, yeah. 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 We like to go to cat
2: Cat K, right. Okay. And, uh, and what do you do in there? Is the same kind of thing as flying to marathon? It'd be the same type of deal, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, but we we'll would be there for a lot longer. And, you know, uh, it's, it's Fernandez Bay village out there in Cat Island. I went yeah. there the first time in 90 and, um, uh, with my dad. And, uh, then I went a couple five uh, five years later and then we went last year. Right. And Smokey said it was her favorite place on earth. Really? Cat
2: yeah. K in the Bahamas.
0: When so, it's Cat Island. I don't know. Uh, Cat Island. Cat okay. K. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, K, I mean, there's a Cat K. Isn't that the same thing? Or do you know, Dennis? I don't know. I don't know. Island equals K. Yeah. That's what I yeah. thought. Yeah. Yeah. You say K if you want to be cool, Jim. No, so I'm not, I'm not. I'm not cool. Well, I'm trying to educate you. See, I'm trying to make you hip you know, so you can oh. identify with the kids these days, you know? So there you go. There's my little contribution to your bahamas adventure so but why is it that uh Smokey loved it so much there in uh and on cat island cat k
0: well very very low stress beautiful right on a beach and
2: right she loves
0: the beach and so okay yeah and we you know they had uh, we did a lot of kayaking and bike yeah. riding and stuff like that not a place if you want nightlife and a lot of um
2: party yeah uh, it's not party central yeah, you're on no, one of the out islands, away from it all. As
0: a matter of fact, the the bar is on the honor system. Really? They don't, have, they don't have a bartender.
2: Okay, you know. make a note there, Dennis. Uh, I just did. Yeah. I uh, no, think they're a, gonna lose a, money on it's that a great deal. Great place. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love those places. You know, and, and when you go to one of those out islands in the Bahamas, uh, it's no different, really, uh, if you're in Florida from flying, say Orlando or Fort, you know, Fort Lauderdale to Marathon. Well, it actually is a shorter flight, I believe, to Bimini or one of the out islands. Yeah. But the big difference is, is at night on a lot of the out islands, I mean, there's no lights. They like, yep. uh, there's nothing. And it is so remarkable when you get out, uh, on one of these islands and they, you know, turn off the lights for the night or the generators go off. And then it's just like, all as you uh, see, uh, is starlight, you know, on a clear night. Yeah. It is spectacular. And yes, regard. it is. Yeah. Very relaxing uh, an experience anybody listening should uh, try to do. And, and, you know, the thing is, if you're a private pilot and you have that access with your aircraft, which, you know, like I said, it's a shorter flight over to Bimini or one of those out islands is is it is down to the Florida Keys. And it's just as easy to fly into same type of, you know, small little airport type thing. Other than the, uh, you know, the COVID restrictions that you got to get through and all the. All the uh, BS paperwork you got to do with customs and things that, that kind of makes things a little bit more, you know, not difficult, but you just got to cross your T's, dot your I's, make sure you don't get into any trouble. But it's from a technical standpoint, it's extremely easy to fly into those places when you agree. It's,
0: it's way easier than what it looks like when you're reading about it.
2: Right. Because, actually
0: yeah, doing it actually doing it is a lot easier than. uh
2: than Reading, reading about, about, it. about it. Yeah. it. Yeah. Cause you're worried. You're thinking, Oh my God, I'm going into another country. It's going to be tricky. I'm going to have to do this and that. And, and know what the, you know, their, their procedures are. Well, you know, it's the Bahamas. They, you know, they, a lot of times their procedures are a little bit more lax because they just uh, don't yeah. have the
3: traffic. It's easier to go in than it is to come back. You True. Know, you don't have to worry about getting duct tape out and putting large end numbers on your airplane yeah, and things well, that's, like that. They don't have whole, those requirements. Other, yeah. Well
0: that's, that that's why that's why I went with the large numbers on my paint scheme. Yeah. Well, and
3: that's because why we upgraded my airplane this uh you know over the summer too, so I don't have to do that again.
2: That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh his Mooney two oh one, uh Dennis is he's he's ready to go back over to the Bahamas. Now, last time we went to Bimini, yeah, we had to tape the numbers on to come back into the States because yeah. the numbers. And the only as-
3: reason I haven't gone since we moved to Florida is I'm too cheap. You've got to buy your uh, custom sticker and it's based on the calendar year. So why buy it now and only yeah. use it for two weeks? Right. <laughs> I'll just wait till the first of the year and I'll buy
2: it then. Yeah. Well, that's what Jim's doing too. You're, you're going to go no, i I've, uh,
0: I've, I've already got mine because I had mine from this year. So I got the new one. Smokey said it came I. I got real lucky last year. The color on the sticker matched the plane. I don't know what we got this
2: year, so maybe mm, it may okay. is.
0: May
3: All right, it's going to so clash. You just went
2: your anniversary. Make me sad. <laughs> yeah, your anniversary <laughs> date is January one, or does it uh, depend on the day you uh, got your license? No, it's,
3: it's January one it for is, those okay. uh, yeah. stickers.
2: All right. Well, you can go to Bahamas dot com for information. Maybe it might be Bahamas dot com slash aviation or something like that. It's and if you,
3: if you don't know how to do it and want to learn all about it, um, I cannot you know, recommend any more that uh, the, you go to uh, Banyan Air Services.
2: Go yeah, they are uh, The
3: FBO in Fort Lauderdale, they will send you a step-by-step uh, uh, process and a folder and all the forms and everything. They can't, you know, I can't recommend them enough.
2: Yeah, it's a great place to stop before you head over there, actually, if you're coming from another part of the country, for sure. we got more coming up on Just Blaine Radio. Just
1: Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
2: Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And Flight Training Professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school.
1: Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
0: Enough reindeer
1: games. Back to the sky, boys. We need to save three minutes off our flight time. It's the
0: most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most
3: wonderful time, yes, the most wonderful time, oh, the most wonderful time
0: of the year.
2: This is Just playing Radio, Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis and our friend Jim Folson, and uh, probably the last Christmas song we got to play this year and you're welcome <laughs> if you've had your fill so have we and uh that should do it for now uh but look you know uh, we're still kind of in holiday mode reflecting on things that we've done and uh for the year and also looking forward to uh possibly a much better 2021 uh whether it's flying over to the bahamas or whatever but or new rules there and new new things that we may uh you know try to modify or or may affect our flying activities for the new year and hopefully a positive, uh, way. Now, one of those, uh, involves what Dennis?
3: Well, the airlines are no longer required to accommodate travelers who want to fly with their emotional support animals, such as pigs, rabbits, turkeys, or even in some cases, peacocks,
2: Wait, wait, turkeys and peacocks. I've, I saw yes. the little horse thing. I don't, I don't remember yeah. hearing a, uh, animal support, uh, well, as a turkey, did yeah, that happen over the Thanksgiving holiday or something? And I missed it. Maybe
3: somebody was rescuing it and it was that, that was their emotional support. Was that they were rescuing that turkey from a Thanksgiving dinner? I don't know, but.
2: Or they were know. flying it to, uh, to its last known. Last supper. Residence. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're going home for the holidays and I have to have my, uh, emotional support animal. It's a turkey. And when, as soon as we get there, we're going to eat it, but it's still, uh, an emotional support animal you well, must allow it on the aircraft hmm. and
3: the rules remember, now yeah
2: go I ahead remember, jim i
0: remember back in the 90s uh late 90s usa today used to have a little thing at the top that had travel tips and stuff like that at the top of the money section yeah they had a story in there where this woman had come in with an uh, emotional support pig wow and she told him that it was weighed thirty pounds it was and it turned out it was three hundred pounds It was going from like Philadelphia to portland and <laughs> it it ran up and down the aisles and relieved itself in the galley and,
2: yeah you know, <laughs> yeah they, they you know when pigs fly, maybe yeah, uh, right you know that it had had to work that in at some point uh yeah it's uh it's nutty. Uh, the stories that we've he- heard over the last few years about this. and But finally, the FAA has, has come to their senses. Is that what you're saying, Dennis? Or
3: They have. They've now actually defined a service animal as a dog that is individually trained to do work or perform tasks okay. to help someone with a disability. Now, of course, that's going to raise the ire of people like the cat lovers out there. It's like, well, why can't I have my emotional support cat with me? So, right. You know, expect to see this revisited, but for now, at least, you know, the exotic animals are are gone and, you know, you have to have specific training to get your emotional support animal. You can't just go online and get a certificate from some website that says this is my emotional support animal. Yeah. So I think it's good because people have abused it. Uh, Jim was sharing a story with us uh, about uh, his last trip and, you know, with animals on the plane, you know, it's sometimes not appropriate.
2: Yeah. He's a captain, you know, uh, for a commercial aircraft. And, and you've had this issue pop up many times over the years, I guess, but you were telling us during the commercial break that there was this issue about a, well, a little, what, like a Yorkie type dog? Or a yeah, it
0: was one of those little pugs. You know, oh, a little pug, okay. snorts and
2: carries yeah. on and all that. <laughs> right, okay. The and, the uh, dog version of a pig, kind of, And I maybe. guess
0: this guy had, it was in a terminal, and yeah. this guy come up, and I, I heard it snorting and carrying on and everything, yeah. and... I, I went in a restroom and I come out and a dog had taken a big dump there. And ah, yes. Stepped in Merry and Christmas. And, <laughs> and the guy was nowhere to be found. Of and
2: course. I mean, yeah. Well, I, well, if you had that happen, him. wouldn't you try to leave too? You'd run as quick as you could. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. If I, if I left that laying there and uh and ran away my mother would leap out of her grave and beat me to death with wow. her cane
3: okay well there you go see and maybe just... that's what a society needs nowadays instead of emotional support animals okay
2: right?
0: yeah yeah they need they need big rita coming after her with a cane wow
2: <laughs> okay so uh, this happened the the guy left and he left little gift for everybody <laughs> as well yeah. so uh uh, I, I I'm getting, you know, getting from your story, you're not a big fan of the whole animal on aircraft type of things. Is that just how you, you know, feel about it or what?
0: Well, I don't know. It, they, you know, there's two sides to it. I, in the AOPA, uh, magazine this month, uh, they had a thing about whether or not to fly with dogs in your, uh, in the cockpit and yeah. all that. I think the problem is that people you know, they, they love their dogs and everything. And I hear people say, oh, we don't have children. We have dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my response to that is, well, how much money are you going to pay to put that dog through college? And what are you <laughs> going to do? What are you going to do when that dog wrecks your car? You know, but um, but mm-hmm. I think that, that you just got to be responsible with it and understand that not everybody is as nuts about dogs as you are. Every single time we go to Oshkosh or Sundin Fun. There's somebody who brings a dog and then leaves it at their camper and goes to the forums, watch air show, whatever. And that dog barks nonstop the entire time. Right. And then they come back and it stops. So they have no idea what it's doing while they're gone. And it, 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 I just think if you're going to inflict your dog on somebody else, you know, it, it's just not. It's just not. Uh, yeah, we, we're we not. We're not obliged to uh, accommodate. Uh, your worship of these
2: canines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just like kids. Uh, you know, you love your kids, but you don't necessarily want to deal with everyone else's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it, it's the same kind of thing. I get it. I totally get it. And I, and, and yeah, I know people are very protective uh, about their animals. I mean, I, I had this incident with this uh, flight I was doing domestically. And sure enough, this lady brought her cat and she had it in a little carrier and that kind of thing. And, And the flight attendant, uh, when she started the board said, uh, sorry, you you can't do that on this flight. You can't bring your cat. We got to put it down in the hold. And oh my God, you would have thought she was, had had died. She curled up in a ball, started screaming, uh, created all this stink. Oh my gosh. I never seen anything like it. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's a cat. You know, it's in it's it's in a carrier. She goes, "Oh my god, no! You can't do that to my cat!" And she was just flipping out. And I was like, "Well, you know what
0: I what I was always thought was interesting was, you know, they'll go nuts about this peanut allergy thing on an airplane, right? But uh, somebody's allergic to a cat, yeah,
2: they exactly. They don't care, right? No, I that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, you know, this lady's uh, making a big stink about this, and once again, it was in a you know, carrier, uh, but she just it's like, no way I, it has to be in the cabin with me. And I was, I was thinking like, yeah, people are allergic to cats, let alone dogs. Some of people obviously have issues with dogs too, but cats I think are even worse in that regard. But, uh, but you know, I mean, uh, you, yeah, I mean, if if you have that much of an attachment to your animal, maybe you shouldn't be bringing it or maybe you shouldn't be flying. It's time to drive. I don't know. Yeah.
3: You know, well they, they made motorhomes for a reason
2: yeah but when it got to the peacocks and the turkeys and the, and the little ponies
3: <laughs> i start <laughs> to wonder how how what much of hell? that was people just seeing how far they could push it yeah you know?
2: well they've evidently found the uh found the line because the fa and they finally, ruined
3: it for the other people right. you know once again congratulations
2: yeah so they came to their senses uh but yeah i don't know i yeah, i'm not a big fan but it just slows down everything else so if you, you have to travel with your your animal you might as well you know you got to get your own plane too Then <laughs> you can make whatever restrictions uh you want to have for animals uh within your own little family circle there all right so that's one thing we got some other news to reflect on that'll affect us all in uh 2021 that's coming up next on just Plane radio
0: Happy New Year to you!
2: This is Just playing Radio. Gregor Copilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis and Captain Jim Folson, you know, uh, giving you a little uh, preview of what's to come for 2021. It'll probably be better than that song is my, my prediction. I'm just saying, but we wanted to get a jump on things and wish you a happy new year. And, uh, you know, obviously when we come back next week, it'll be a new year. So, uh, well, you know, take it for what it's worth. Probably not much. But it's just what we do here—just at just plain radio sometimes—and uh, you know, cover stew, you know, stories that um, you know will affect your flying in the new year as well, uh, and that could involve obviously commercial flights with uh, maybe a few less emotional support animals, but also no cell phones. You know, that's been something we've been talking about the last few years. Uh, you know, this whole issue of the electronics and cell phones interfering with um you know controls and stuff of the aircraft and that's what their excuse is of why you can't use it in the aircraft well we you know we that's been kind of debunked pretty much right now uh in that right uh, Dennis
3: well they have um they have rule you know the the portable electronic devices aren't a hazard in navigation, but what they are concerned about is actually making actual cell phone calls even if they're you know voice over internet calls using you know like the in flight wi-fi or something yeah that is actually still banned and the FCC has actually been looking at this at this since two thousand and thirteen on whether or not they can allow you know cell phone calls on the airplane but Abruptly, on November 24th, they ended the proceedings and terminated it officially. They are no longer pursuing uh, allowing cell phone use on airplanes.
2: But it's not they, because they, uh, they think it would interfere with the electronics. It's not because at all. They uh, yeah. think it'll interfere with the social interaction between the, the crew and the uh, passengers. And, you well, know, they I,
3: got a lot of feedback from the pilots and the flight attendants right. and passengers as well. And what they're concerned is you're going to have these people, you know, you already can't use your cell phone and drive. They can't seem to do those two tasks together. Well, can you imagine the flight attendant coming down the aisle and trying to talk to you about being in an exit row seat and how to use the, you know, the emergency exits and can you just hold on a moment? I'm finishing up this call. You know, you already have that problem at Starbucks making your coffee order. We don't need that in an airplane where it could be, you know, affecting several hundred people's safety. What do you think about
2: this, Jim? You have to deal with that as a commercial pilot. Uh, you know, sometimes does that bother you or do you just stay away from that whole thing in your, well, I don't
0: really deal with it as a, as a pilot, but, uh, you know, commuting back and forth to work and, and, um, even, you know, when you're still on the ground, you can still use them. People are, we're back to the same thing we were just talking about with the dogs, you know, that they, yeah. they're, they're, I don't need to hear you carrying on your conversation. You know, and there's people like that just are loud and mm-hmm. and you know, and I can't believe some of the things that some people are saying on the phone. Right. You know, I, when I get a phone call and I'm in a public place, I go off away from everybody else. So I don't have to have them be burdened with my conversation. Well, it's just irksome that people get so agitated that their freedoms get limited but yet they're not concerned about the others around them.
2: Right. A lack of social etiquette, you know, that we have in society, I think. And uh, I I think it's a good move that, you know, they don't open it up to this is even though there's not really a technical, you know, equipment reason, which was the, you know, reason they said you couldn't do this in the first place. And that's been kind of debunked, but now it's just social etiquette. I mean, look, you can't even go to a movie theater without someone interrupting the movie. Yeah, with their cell phones and all that kind of stuff. In an aircraft, it would just be so annoying, you know. Well, uh, and that
3: was one of the comments that the FCC had solicited from the public. You know, some of these comments were such as uh, flying commercially is already sufficiently a miserable experience without being forced <laughs> to listen to other passengers' conversations. Yeah. I mean, that right there really kind of sums up the whole crux of the issue. It's not a technical problem. Yeah. It's a you know, sanity issue.
2: Yeah. But did they even admit that in this, uh, ruling or, or actually it was just a dismissal, right? They just said, you know what? We looked at it. We're not going to even make a decision on it right now or something. They have
3: solicited public submissions. They've been asking for comments uh, on this proposed rule and they received over 1400 of them. Okay. And the majority of them were reflective of this, this attitude.
2: Don't do it. Yeah. Kind of like that. Right. Exactly. Okay. So uh, I think we're all in agreement that that's a good move, even though you know the reason they put put the prohibition in in place in the first uh you know first thing they that it really wasn't based on any kind of science or data.
3: Well, it was based on science and data, based on old technology. Right. I mean, if you think back to the first cell phones, those big bag phones, or even the the Motorola Star Tax of the day, yeah. those things were huge. Um, You know, analog transmitters that probably did interfere, you know, to some extent with the VOR navigation that the airplanes were using. But now, you know, with GPS and LTE, that the power is so much less in these phones. And, you know, we've switched to GPS navigation, even, uh, you know, across the airlines, there's less dependency on the old analog stuff. So it's really less of an issue. Um,
2: And you can text now. And you can text now, right? Yeah.
3: That goes over, you know, the go-go Wi-Fi or whatever your carrier happens to have. And there you go. Much more reliable.
2: Okay. Well, you know, they're trying to stay up and keep keep people less annoyed uh, because, yeah, if you God knows, uh, uh, you know, that is, uh, that covers the U.S. But isn't there some other countries that are talking about letting this happen where you can talk on your cell phone? I thought we had a story about that a few months ago. Dennis, do you, does that recall? You recall I don't
3: recall, but generally what the, you know, the U S uh, federal communications commission, uh, a lot of the decisions are made here are yeah. picked up and sponsored by, you know, by what the ICAO and the European equivalent of the, uh, uh, uh communication commissions do right. too. because, you know, why reinvent the wheel? Hey, mm-hmm. we had our justifications and they look at it and, you know, consider the same impact.
2: Follow the leader. That's right. So, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of what the other countries end up doing, but I thought they were looking at that a little bit more seriously overseas and stuff, but at least in the U S it's a a no go, uh, for now they, you know, it's not going to happen anytime soon, which is a good thing for the new year. Cause like you said, uh, flying commercially, especially is always stressful enough. You don't want to add more uh, aggravation to it, even though we don't have emotional support animals. (laughs) <laughs> to kick around anymore. <laughs> yeah. Can you uh,
0: imagine if they they let the cell phones on without the emotional support animals? <laughs>
2: How oh could boy. Could possibly do that. We wouldn't it be worse it might be as bad as 2012. Well, no, no, it wouldn't be that bad, I guess. But uh, you know, look, uh looking forward to the new year, I think everybody is uh on the same page there that they think surely it will be better. <laughs> you know, on, on every level. And, uh, whether it's flying commercial, uh, or, uh, you know, private is always way, way better, but, uh, yeah, just overall, is. you know, uh, you know, we got some good stuff to look forward to more trips to book, just being able to travel period. You know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, finally, that, you know, with the vaccine starting to get circulated, you know, mates, mates still take a few months, you know, whatever, but at least you can start planning and, uh, doing stuff. And obviously if you're flying private, you can go, uh, to the Bahamas like, uh, Jim's doing what, now what's on your list after you heard what, uh, Jim and Smokey did, Dennis, uh, marathon or the Bahamas or both, uh, is that on your agenda? Is that on your it, flight plan? It, it or definitely.
3: What? Um, like I said earlier, uh, we are making plans over the Christmas break here since, uh, I'll be off of work. To uh, go fly down to the Keys. That's something that my wife has actually uh, expressed an interest in doing. And so when she says she wants to go fly, I say, yes, dear, let's go. Because <laughs> she's probably the reluctant one in the family. She's, she gets airsick and isn't, it isn't her favorite activity, but she knows it's ours. And, you know, it's a means to an end. So if she gets to go have a piece of key lime pie and marathon, I'm all for it. Right. And the fact that we can now do it without even having to leave our front yard. We just hop in the airplane and drive down the street. That's going to be a blast. And,
2: you know, fly up to Orlando first because I like key lime pie too. And, uh, you know, you could pick me up. I'm sorry, you're breaking up. I couldn't hear you. What? No, no. <laughs> key lime pie, big fan. Blank and fish sandwich. Come on, who's your buddy? Who's your pal? I know I'm not, but still, please, I got to figure out we'll a better way. We'll think about way. it in the new year, Greg. I'll figure out a better way to brown those for next year. On that <laughs> note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than and learning, learning to fly. To fly.